Good morning. This is meteorologist Drew Lerner of World Weather Incorporated, and this is your morning market weather update for Friday, on November the 3rd. And we've got some interesting weather taking place in various places around the world, but in general, I think we're still on the same track as yesterday. There's not a lot of change that has taken place. We do have another storm system running into parts of Western Europe, and it will be another very strong wind-producing event. We're expecting at least 60 to 75 mile per hour winds occurring in portions of France and the southern portions of the UK as we go forward through the night tonight and tomorrow. The storm system will be a little less intense relative to the one that occurred the night before last. However, it is going to be more broad-based, so we'll see a much larger portion of France being impacted by the high wind speeds and some of the rain that's going to occur with this event. Some damage to property is expected. Crops are probably not going to be seriously impacted, but there will be power outages and and the usual problems uh, that come with excessive winds to structures. Southeastern Europe is going to continue to be drier biased for a while. I don't see any reason for expecting a big increase in moisture for the lowermost Danube River Basin or Greece. And for that matter, even back into eastern portions of Spain are still going to be dry biased while the stormy weather is occurring in the rest of Europe. We do expect to see a lot of moisture still coming up here over the coming week, but the storms uh, are going to become successively weaker as they uh, move from west to east across the continent. So this weekend will be the last of the big storms that will be so powerful, but we'll still have rain occurring frequently. And it looks like temperatures are going to continue to be unusually warm in western Asia and easternmost parts of Europe, and that is going to stimulate an opportunity here for new winter crop development in Russia's southern region and Ukraine, especially those areas that have had moisture here recently. We have two snowstorms that are coming up for China over the the coming week. Uh, this will be impacting the northeast part of China, mostly uh, Heilongjiang and Jilin and Liaoning, and they will see 6 to 12 inches of snow occurring from the two systems combined, and some bitter cold air will come in behind the second event. We're already seeing temperatures below zero in the northeast part of Inner Mongolia, and it'll be a little while, but that cold air will seep through most of northeastern China. Now, it will not reach into their winter wheat production areas in the yellow River Basin. So we're not expecting much snow there, if any, and we're also not expecting the temperatures to be bitter cold there. So it's only a northeast China issue. Outside of that, in South America is where all the interest is in the marketplace these days, and Argentina picked up on additional rain in the east overnight. We saw additional amounts of a half to one and a half inches occurring in eastern parts of the country. That was on top of moisture that occurred in the previous 24 hours that ranged from about four tenths of an inch to an inch and a third, and certainly the uh, precipitation was welcome over these two days. It looks like we'll take a little break now, and enough moisture has occurred that aggressive fieldwork will likely take place across Argentina, and that will be good for soybean, corn, and sunseed planting and early development. There will be some benefit to some of the wheat crop that's still reproducing and filling in Buenos Aires as well. It looks as though at mid to late week next week, there'll be another opportunity for rain in Argentina, but this time it's going to look a lot like an El Nino event. And by that, I mean that the precipitation will be concentrated on central and eastern parts of Argentina and not so much for the west. And the western areas will have a rising need for moisture after we go out about 10 days down the road. And of course, in Brazil, there's a lot of interest there about the coming rain event that's uh, expected to occur. A couple of comments, and I, I don't want to take too much of your time this morning. I think I've mentioned this in previous broadcasts, but the monsoon in, in South America is certainly 
certainly not evolving as it should, and we are not seeing a big buildup of moisture in the Amazon River Basin right now, and the storms that are going to occur in parts of center west and center south Brazil this weekend into next week are actually coming from the southeast and not from the Amazon Basin, and that is because the Amazon Basin is still quite dry, and the monsoon flow that brings moisture out of the mon- uh, out of the Amazon Basin into center west and center south Brazil has yet to evolve. It's very similar to what was occurring uh, early last summer in North America with the monsoon in Mexico failing to develop for a long period of time and it took forever to get the moisture to flow into the southwestern United States and then the monsoon was erratic and we kind of think the same kind of scenario may be coming together in parts of South America. For now we expect the status quo in the Amazon basin and the monsoon flow. I don't think either one are going to see any big changes over this next 10 days to two weeks. But there will be timely rainfall that will occur in some of the crop areas across Brazil. And that's going to be be the result of uh, a frontal system that's going to come northward and uh, bring some moisture in from the Atlantic through Minas Gerais and Bahia as we go out over this weekend into early next week. And the rain and thunderstorm activity will likely be most significant in those areas. Again, uh, the northern half of Minas Gerais, Bahia, probably southern Piauí and southern Maranao. Uh, we'll probably see some rain in Tocantins too. And then there's a potential that a small amount of this moisture will get pushed back towards the Mato Grosso production areas. And that will most likely uh, take place as we get out into the middle part of next week and we'll see the best rainfall there. Now some of the models are differing quite a bit on how to handle all of this. Uh, the European is much wetter for uh, the uh, center west crop areas than the GFS 6Z model run. After this uh, frontal system and and bout of precipitation passes during the latter part of next week, we expect to see more drier bias conditions to return to center west and center south, even northeastern Brazil. Now, it won't be absolutely dry. We'll still have showers and thunderstorms popping up, but the precipitation is expected to be erratic and very poorly distributed with some areas doing well and many others not doing so great. And so there's going to be some ongoing concern about the uneven distribution of rain all the way into the middle of this month. In the meantime, the heavy rain in southern Brazil will continue today, but it is expected to quickly abate, and we will see dry weather from Saturday all the way into about Tuesday of next week. Starting Wednesday into Thursday of next week, we'll have some scattered showers occurring, and heavier rain will be possible again over the second weekend of the two-week outlook. In the rest of the world, there's not much to talk about today. Status quo for Australia. Uh, There's going to be some rain in eastern Queensland and eastern New South Wales. It'll be beneficial for some dry land crops there, uh, but there there has to be more aggressive rain, and we're not going to be seeing that for a while. There will continue to be a a mostly favorable environment for harvesting across the U.S. I see a very limited amount of precipitation occurring in this first week of the outlook, and maybe out to about eight or nine days. The models are uh, having a real tough time dealing with the second week precipitation potential. Uh, The uh, uh, GFS models all over the board about heavy rain in the hard red winter wheat areas and trying to push it into the Midwest and the Delta and every other model run is different. I do not like this scenario so be very careful here about buying into heavy rains in hard red winter wheat areas. I do think that Texas will have a chance for some more significant rain and that's why our 30-day outlook was showing a a more normal uh, precipitation distribution there. But the western portions of the high plains I think we're probably going to end up seeing a continuation of drier biased weather there for a little while longer. But we'll see what
what happens when we come back in on Sunday night or Monday. We're going to find something different uh, for this second week scenario. This is meteorologist Drew Lerner.